0: How y'all doing this evening I tell you uh, this is the way the Lord works mm-hmm. I had a sermon for you tonight and I'll give you the title in a minute but that song right there sort of sums it all up okay. uh, over there in, in your hymn books it yeah. says here that first line uh-huh. says time is filled with swift transition yeah. Not of earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. See, this world, is, is, it just keeps on turning. But there'll come a time when time will be no more. And when that trumpet sounds, that's another song. God is going to call his people home. And when he sounds that trump, there's going to be some dividing. He's going to be separating uh, those who have been obedient from those who have not. So we've got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Amen? Amen. Is it everybody ought to hold to his hand? Amen. 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 So good to be in the house of God. Among the people of God, preaching the word of God. Uh, it's been a long day for many of us. Uh, if you were here for the discipleship class, uh, I know it's been a long day for you. Uh, so we're gonna try not to keep you long, but we're gonna keep you strong. Is that all right? So good again to have you here. If you're visiting our service tonight, we want you to know you're our honored guests. So good to have you here. And we encourage you this evening to uh, open up your Bibles and let's look at what the Word of God has for us tonight. Is that all right? All right. First Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. Let's look there together. And there the Bible reads, Seeing you have purified your souls... In obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned or sincere love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible or perishable seed, but of incorruptible, imperishable, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. That sounds a little bit like our song, doesn't it? He says, For all flesh is grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. Is that in your Bible? Our sermon for tonight, uh, if we want to give it a title, uh, because it does have some relevance to what we will talk about tonight. Market perishable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Market perishable. All right. Is that all right? I will use that as our springboard. Now, this word perishable is the adjective form of the word perish, which means to decay or die or to pass from existence. If you were shipping a box of flowers like some of us might have done a week or so ago or or a box of fruit or vegetables, you would undoubtedly mark it perishable. Because there's the inevitable occurrence that these items, as wonderful as they might be to send or receive, will one day perish. They'll decay. They'll become rotten and barren. Uh, If we were, uh, uh, Brother DeShield, sorting out items in the mail uh, at the post office, amen, uh, it would be incumbent on us uh, to deliver those items marked perishable before they lose their freshness, their vitality, their viability, and you would expect them to be treated differently uh, because it's perishable. Uh, Amen, somebody. Uh, But you see, in manners of spirituality, It's not the apparent finality we want to be focused on, but the promised eternity that you and I need to be working towards. Amen. And we need to recognize the inherent differences between the two. Now, now, now there are a host of things uh, that we should consider perishable. Uh, In light of verse 23 and verse 24, Of our scripture texts. Consider our bodies. Mark them perishable. Job declares in the Old Testament in chapter 14 and verses 1 and 2 Man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. He cometh down like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continue if not and over there in the new testament in james 4 and 14 he asks there for what is your life it is even a vapor uh, that appears for a little time and then vanisheth away and again in first corinthians 6 and 19 Paul says to Christians, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God. And we shouldn't uh, uh, neglect or uh, abuse our bodies. Uh, we ought to take care of them, but we shouldn't act like this body of ours is going to go on forever. Amen. It too is perishable. It too is subject to the ravages of time. It too is going to decay. It too uh, is going to rot. But the Hebrew writer reminds us all in Hebrews 9 and 27, and it is appointed unto man once to die. But after this, the judgment, what he's trying to help us here to see is that we need to understand the contrast between the perishable and the eternal. When we focus on this body of ours today, we need to understand that it is on a time clock. Uh, amen, somebody. There's a check-in time uh, and, and there's a check-out time. Uh, you don't stay at the hotel uh, all time. Uh, amen. Uh, you check in uh, and sure enough, there's a, a checkout time and our bodies are just like that. He says it is appointed unto man once to die. All of us have an appointment with destiny, with the eternal destiny of the fate of your soul. But first, we need to understand that the longevity we have here means nothing in the face Of the eternal of God amen Amen. consider your material goods the clothes on our backs the cars we drive the houses we dwell in the money in our pockets and purses you can mark them perishable but we need to understand and recognize the spiritual contrast between the perishable and the eternal Because Jesus says in Matthew 6 and 19, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break in nor steal. See, God got a protection plan. Uh, Amen, somebody. See, when you lay your treasures in his bank, In his heavenly bank, no thieves going to get to it. Amen, somebody. Now that's some protection you can count on. That's some eternal protection you can hold on to. Amen. Uh, In 1 Timothy 6, 6 and 7, the Bible helps us to see there. Paul says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out Uh, amen somebody now now they can they'll put you in that box uh but guess what they won't put in there they won't put none of your stuff in there and ain't no sense you saying i want it in there Uh, uh when i go i'm gonna take it with me uh trust me anybody who knows if there's any value to what you got uh well you what you gonna say how you gonna know it's in there uh, Amen, somebody. So, so, so you can claim and, and, and want to have and want to take it with you. But if you understand the importance of the perishable and the eternal, God brought you in here naked and you're going to leave here the same way. Amen. In 1 Peter 1 and 7, Peter proclaims there that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And yet so many people act as though they plan to take those material things with them when they leave this life. My grandmother taught me a rhyme they used to say down in North Carolina. She says, when I die, Bury me deep with a jug of molasses at my feet and two big old biscuits in my hand. And I'll sop my way to the promised land. See, that sounds good, but, but that, that don't help you in eternity. See, see, the material things won't matter when you have all of eternity to look forward to. See, see people spend their lives amassing great wealth and then laboring Over who's not going to get it when they leave. Feelings and loyalties. You can mark them perishable too. When the family is engaged in determining who's going to get what. And then everyone gets an attorney. And on and on it goes until the wealth of the family have perished. We need to remember the words of Job. In Job one twenty one, he says, Naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord taketh away. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Consider pleasure. Mark it perishable. Now, this seems to be the most important thing in many people's lives, and yet, it's so fleeting. Uh, we seek satisfaction. Y'all remember that, that song by, by the Rolling Stones? Uh, I can't get no. Well, well, see, some of y'all know it. He said, he said, we seek satisfaction in many ways and forms. And you see, the channel of satisfaction is the pursuit of pleasure. But this, too, my friends, is perishable. When we consider the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, we need to contrast it with walking by faith and not by sight. See, in Hebrews 11, verses 24 and 25, the Bible says, By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. What's your pleasure? What's your season? See, we cannot deny the pleasures of this life, and not all of them are necessarily sinful, but to place short-term pleasure before long-term salvation denies an eternity with God. Amen, somebody. For the Bible says in 1 John 2, 16 and 17, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away. And the lust thereof. See, the world passes, this world's going to pass away. And all the stuff you want, All the stuff you have and all the stuff you're trying to get is going to pass away. But he says there, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. There's a worldly way we say it. A moment of pleasure. A lifetime of pain. Some of y'all know it. Pleasure. Market. Perishable. Consider what's popular, fashion, for instance, market perishable. Uh, There's a program that is on the cable stations, uh, uh, Project Runway. Uh, uh, Now, this is a a reality show uh, in which different designers compete to become the next great fashion designer. Uh, their creations are judged by a panel, and this panel supposedly are the experts on what is fashionable. Well, they, they probably wouldn't design anything that most of us would want to wear. Uh, and if you contrast that with America's next top model, they're not designing anything that the majority of society could even fit into. See, you see, uh, and yet we see those folks who are slaves to fashion. The newest design, the newest creation, of the newest trend, of the newest style. See, all these things are perishable. See, the confusion here is understanding the difference between what we wear and what we wear. See, Jesus has something else to say over there in Matthew 6, 28 through 30. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider, if you will, the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? See, there are those who give body, soul, and life, to fashion, to style, to trends, to what's popular. But Paul says in Romans 12 and 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. All these things are perishable. Thing, position, authority, power. These two mark them perishable. In our scripture text in 1 Peter 1, 24, he says, For all flesh is grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass, the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. See, these things may have their place in our reality, but they have no permanence or prominence in eternity. Fame, fame is perishable. You ever watch these guys and gals who uh, might have been child stars, and they was the hottest thing on TV. And now you're hearing about them living on the street. You're hearing about these rappers who are broke uh, are down to the soles of their feet. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, see, see position. Somebody's high on a pedestal one day and down in a gutter the next. And you got these guys uh, uh, and folks who are out here looking for power and authority and prestige and finding that for a time, for a season, and losing it all to the passage of time. These two mark them perishable. They have no permanence. They have no prominence. In eternity and yet society tries to present these things to us as things to be desired but they're perishable as good as it looks that I brought my wife some flowers for Valentine's Day she walked past them today she said well I might have to take them off the table see as good as they look that day Amen, somebody. As a matter of fact, as good as they looked in the store before I took them home. You, it's just like the car they tell you about. You you buy that brand new car and what do they tell you? As soon as you're driving off the lot, it depreciates in value. Help me, somebody. Try to take that car back and get the same thing you paid for. Uh, help me. It's perishable. These things are going to pass away. They don't have the shelf life that an eternity with God has. Amen. But consider this as well. Consider the heavens and the earth. Mark them perishable. Jesus says in Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And while we consider this statement, we need to understand the importance of knowing God's word and God's will for the souls of men. Now we're in first Peter, go with me to Second Peter, the third chapter. Second Peter, the third chapter. See if this life here should be marked "perishable, if these bodies should be marked perishable. If this world should be marked perishable, then we need to seek after those things that are eternal. For the Bible says over there in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 and following, it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye be found of him in peace and without spot and blameless. There's a song we sing, I'm satisfied with just a cottage below, a a little silver and a little gold, but in that city where the ransom will shine, I want a gold one, that silver line, amen, I've got a mansion. Just over the hilltop. Now this might be uh, uh, some mess down here. There might be some stuff down here. There might be some trouble down here. There might be some trials down here. There might be some pain down here. But I got a mansion. Just over the hilltop. In night bright land where we'll never grow old. Amen. In contrast to all this. Consider. For a moment, if you would, the word of God. Now, we can mark it enduring. All these other things that we've talked about, we can mark perishable. This word right here, mark it enduring. In our scripture text, in verse 25, look what it says there. Back in 1 Peter. Look what he says. He lets us know there, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. This is the foundation upon which we can all stand. This word is eternal. It is enduring. And Jesus Christ, the living word says, he that rejecteth me. And receiveth not my words, hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. And in Romans 2 and 16, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. All those things in life that we're seeking after. And it's not all bad some of these things are necessary but mark them all perishable this word of God this is eternal this is enduring and what should be our goal as faithful followers of God's Word we need to let some folk out there in the world know that this word is eternal the things that you're seeking after the things that you're looking for, the stuff that you're dealing with, the trials you're going through, the bills you can't pay, the mortgage you can't meet, that job you can't find, that husband you don't have, that wife you don't have, those folk that don't like you, all those things are perishable. But the word of God is enduring. It endures forever. All we need to be willing to do is give them the greatest gift that you can give them, an understanding of this perfect world. In an imperfect world, that's really all we have. Remember the disciples? He told, they told them, silver and gold have I none. But that which I have, I can give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. You can rise up today from your seat of insecurity, from your seat of self-pity, from your seat of trouble and trial, and rise up in response to the message of salvation and become a new creature in Christ Jesus. Someone says, well, Brother Ville, how can I do that? Oh, it's so simple. Come hearing and believing God's word, come repenting of your sins, come confessing him, Jesus Christ, as Lord of Lord and King of Kings. Be baptized for the remission of your sins. Then you're added to his body, this body, the body of Christ, the church of Christ. And you can begin to live in this enduring world. You'll focus less time on the perishable and the imperfect and you'll lay hold unto eternal life. Amen. If you have a way, if you have that mind and have that heart, it's available to you right now as we together stand and sing. The